It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs that feature some of the best financial advisors. You hear them around the country each and every week. It's all brought to you here, hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. And if you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured, give them a call, 800-662-6808. Well, this week has been a bit of a roller coaster. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. It started way To say the least, the Dow dropped more than 700 points on Monday. Jaws were dropping everywhere. It looked like it might have been worse. But hang on. Friday saw the S&P hitting a new record high. The Dow gaining 232 points, showing gains for the fourth straight day. Looks like all the major indexes will close up for the week. One strategist saying they expect the market to remain choppy. Yeah, no kidding. And the number of Americans seeking unemployment benefits rose last week from the lowest point of the pandemic, even as the job market appears to be rebounding on the strength of a reopened economy. Labor Department said on Thursday that jobless claims increased last week to 419,000, the most in two months from 368,000 on the previous week. The number of first-time applications, which generally tracks layoffs, has fallen steadily since topping out at 900,000. In early January, chip makers from around the world are gearing up to help end that shortage of chips causing problems, getting cars, all sorts of things. But now that unprecedented surge is causing concern that manufacturers may be overdoing it. And that has others concerned that some of the manufacturers will miss their mark for the third quarter. Man, it's always something. Hey, the good news is the second season of Ted Lasso is here. So that's what I'll be binging this weekend. All right, coming up on today's show, we've got Coach Pete DeRuta and a very special guest on Financial Safari. Eric Carney says purpose determines placement when it comes to your retirement dollars. Kevin Frisbee talks about tying up loose ends heading into retirement. Mike Levy talks about the 80% rule. It'll make sense when you hear it. Mark Giels has a great description of what a fiduciary is and isn't. And we have a new feature today uh, featuring different states around the country. This time, we're going to start with my home state, Minnesota. Now, let's get this pizza cooking. We start with America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta, on Financial Safari. Now, in this clip, Coach is joined by NHL Hall of Fame broadcaster Chuck Caton and very special guest Greg Fischel. If you spent any time in the Raleigh-Durham area in the last, what, 25 years, you know who that is. He spent years on television bringing us the weather every night, the good, the bad, and the yucky. So it's a complex world out here. We admit that. Financial, uh, predicting the financial world just as uh, complex as trying to predict the weather, Greg. Oh, and, no question. Uh, you know, we have, we talked about this uh, before we got on the show, but you have hurricanes, and hurricanes everyone see coming, at, not the Carolina hurricanes, but, but the actual <laughs> hurricanes, the weather. You know ahead of time when that's going to happen because, like, you guys could start predicting that. I, I remember you said the tracking map, and I'd fill it out with the coordinates. You used to get the coordinates on yep. TV. And you know for weeks ahead of time when that hurricane's coming. But what you don't know is a tornado. 
Right. And the tornadoes can happen in split seconds, not not weeks and ahead of time. So preparing for any kind of catastrophe in the financial world, sort of like preparing for the weather. I mean, if you are smart enough or if, or if you're lucky enough to have a basement, remember the storm mm-hmm. cellars people used to run into. I know up north we had storm cellars, my parents did, for my grandparents, for snowstorms, like the blizzard. If it was that bad, you went to the basement? Like the one, they made <laughs> a, a show called time. The Walking Dead about that, probably. But, <laughs> but, but the financial world, we need to always prepare, be prepared ahead of time for bad things, just like the financial world. And, Greg, there, there are some parallels between the weather world and the financial world, aren't there? Yeah, you have to be uh, – uh, there's actually a, a good colleague of mine that uh, came up with this phrase to be weather aware. Yeah. And uh, like you said, a lot of these hurricanes, you know, they start as waves coming off the coast of Africa, and they're thousands <laughs> of miles away. And so you have plenty of time to prepare for that. But then the thing you don't know is where the tornadoes they spawn are going to occur. But if you know the hurricane's coming, then you can say, okay, I know that's an inherent risk with this type of situation. So I'm going to prepare myself for the worst-case scenario. If it doesn't happen, God bless America. If it does, (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) There was a group back when I was in high school called Toto. Yeah. And they sang about the waves coming out of Africa. And I think they probably were the early weathermen. <laughs> Remember that song? I, I mean, do. it's uh, And it was about the waves coming from Africa. I didn't think about that, but that's where the hurricanes actually start, isn't it, Greg? I'm feeling more connected to the <laughs> rock world now. <laughs> you can tie it into tornadoes, too, because Toto got swept up in one. Yeah, right. Toto. The Wizard of Oz. So, exactly. I feel like we're on a brain game show right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, you know, you're, you're a pretty smart guy. I remember you watching you do trivia. And I got a trivia book here, and, and I, don't, I didn't know some of these answers before Uh-oh. i have now i got the, i'm gonna you know alice trebek always seems smart because they had the answers in front of him right so right which planet has a white cloud pattern in its atmosphere nicknamed scooter do you know that one wow my dad probably knows this I, i'm astronomy. gonna take a guess at it is it jupiter uh wrong chuck but okay. good answer good you. You, you, were, you were close probably mm. <laughs> you're in the solar not, system oh not, don't look at me don't look at me <laughs> greg 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 not greg. saturn is it no yeah. it's not no, is, is, is it one of the ones that are new like series or one of those guys way out there beyond nope, pluto nope. this, okay. is, this okay. is one that we we remember hearing about when we had the when there were nine planets in the solar system now oh. there are eight does it have to do with Disney's dog? Because, you know, Pluto's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's oh. Neptune. 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 Ah. Yeah. Scooter. Never even heard of that. Never heard of that before. I didn't either. So you can learn something new every day. So if, you, if you're like me, you want to learn one new thing a day, and then the day has not been wasted. Thomas? There you go. This can be applied to financial planning because uh, <laughs> Neptune is a planet, and you want a planet, right? That's right. You want to plan <laughs> for it. <laughs> So. Come to hear from Greg Fischel. He may be around here from time to time going down the road. You can catch Financial Safari weekends on a number of radio stations around the country as well as on the flagship station, 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. If you'd like to reach Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, call them 800-662-6808. You can text that same number. And if you want to learn more about Coach Pete, I would say PeteOnDemand.com is where you should go. That's Pete. OnDemand.com. Pizza! On we go for another slice. This one from sunny southwest Florida. That's where we find Eric Carney and his show, Wealth Works Radio. Now, in this clip, Eric says purpose determines placement when it comes to your retirement dollars. We put clients through a process. And, you know, we always talk about purpose determines placement. And basically what that really means is we have to understand the purpose of your life, of your money, in order to decide the placement of your investments. So, again, purpose determines placement. 
And there's a lot of times where people will go in and they say, okay, here's my portfolio. Can you do better? The advisor is just going to sell them and say, oh, yeah, we can do better. Well, wait a minute. What, what, what do you need this money to do for you? Is it growth, income, preservation of capital? Do you want to do a transfer of generational wealth? What are you trying to accomplish here? What exactly is the problem that we need to solve? Who benefits from the solution to the problem? What exactly is the solution and why does it work? These are things that people want to know. And when we start really breaking it down like that, you'll actually see the client sit back in their chair and they're like, we've never heard this before. And what's interesting is how I know that we're different is because that's the common denominator of someone that's calling us and getting a second opinion. They're like, geez, Eric, no one's told that before. I wish I had done this five years ago. I wish I had talked to you three years ago. I wish I had gotten a second opinion significantly sooner than this. So when all these things are being said, we know that we're doing something right that the other advisors are dropping the ball on. They don't want to put people through the planning process. It's very timely. It's a huge investment for us. I'm, I'm, we're pulling all resources to build all of these financial plans. But what we're doing is we're investing in that client first to see if we're all a good fit. And they're not used to this. So they're not used to having everyone all hands on deck, I always say, to really make sure that they're being taken care of. Who, who's your typical client? Do you have one? Yeah, I think we do. I mean, we've gotten to the point now, and a lot of people get discouraged by this, but I mean, this is just who we are, and this is what we've evolved to. We typically work with a higher net worth client. We typic Our typical net worth client has a net worth of two to $7 million. And a lot of times that's from a business, it's from sale of properties, um, it's from large 401ks. So the thing is, is that our clients have gotten to a place in their in their life where now they need someone that is proactive. They need someone of a sophisticated strategy. They want tax reduction strategies. And a lot of times these people are wealthy people that never expected to be wealthy. And so I would say, you know, like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's people and, and they'll all say to me, I never expected to ever have this much money. And for a lot of people, it's actually overwhelming to them. And so a lot of times when they come in, they're just very nice people who have, you know, a little bit more money than the average person. And so we, we are working with a more affluent client, and that is really our forte. But I'll tell you, we still have a lot of people that come in that say they're in pre-retirement. They're like, Eric, we need help. We still, we're still able to help them. I mean, our staff is set up to really help someone who's up and coming. So there's a lot of times where people have you know, some money in their 401k, and they are headed in that direction. And that's where we go in there, we can complement them to get them into a better position. So it's just it's, it's such a, a wide range of people that we work with. But our goal is really to make sure that you're going to live that lifestyle that you've become accustomed to living the lifestyle that we've become accustomed to in retirement. That sounds darn near Perfect. I don't know about you. And you can find Eric and WealthWorks Radio on a couple of different radio stations in the area, including WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. Uh, the show is also a podcast. Find that wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe. Have it delivered to your phone every week. 
And if you'd like to check out Eric, he is on television every weekend, too. You can check your local guide for times and channels. You can call or text him here, 800-662-6808. Visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. At pizza. Now we head north to Maine in Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Now in this clip, Kevin is talking about tying up loose ends as you close in on retirement. He says it's important to consolidate all of your accounts. A lot of people come in, I'm, I'm, I, shouldn't, I'm, I shouldn't say I'm surprised because a lot of people come in and they've got accounts scattered all over the place. And even people, it doesn't matter if they have a lot of money or a little money, a lot of people will come in and they've got six, seven, eight accounts scattered out there. And so that creates angst and and, uh, and stress in some people's lives. And they think, hey, I got to get a handle on this. And they come in saying, Kev, I just need your help to just get a, a let's consolidate some of this stuff. Let's kind of tie up some loose ends, so to speak, and, and get a handle on it. Some people come in and find money, meaning they've got statements they didn't even realize when they added it up that they, they had more money than they thought. And all of a sudden, it shouldn't be like that, Steve, right? It should be simplified. The older you get, the simpler it should become. You should be kind of like, you don't have to have all your money in one company, let's say, or one investment, but let's let's talk about diversification. But at the end of the day, let's kind of maybe keep things under one roof, so to speak. Sure. Well, and again, this this when you talk about tying up financial loose ends, that's a debt thing too. And I know you're a get out of debt guy. And you know what? One of my pet peeves on a personal level is cutting checks. Remember, they, they used to send out these uh, the payment coupon books for vehicles, and that they yeah, still do. Sure. And it drives me nuts. If I got to sit down and write a check every single month, a month goes by fast. It seems like I'm doing it all the time, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm. I don't want this. I want to pay everything. I want to pay it off and and not have that, that thought that I have to cut that check and and worry about paying that bill every month. That's kind of what I think an ideal situation in retirement is, right? Let's tie up those loose ends, pay off some of those uh, fringe debts, I call them, some of those consumer type stuff. So. You don't have to sit down at your desk and pay that bill. You freed up that time. You don't have to mentally think about it. It's done deal. And so now it, it kind of, it, it takes that off your plate. And now you can go take that mental time and go focus it somewhere else. Sure. Well, absolutely. And, and you know, one of the other things that uh, kind of factors into the happy plan is taking that worry off the table of running out of money. And that is something that, that you can craft a plan. I mean, if you've been a good saver, you can make that happen. You know, the big, one of the biggest concerns we hear about people having retirement is running out of money. And it's the biggest fear, by the way, on the polls and all the articles that are written, it's the biggest fear, number one fear of a retiree is outliving your money. In fact, people would rather die before they run out of money. And that's just a, actually statistically, that's what they poll people. So to that point, if you don't have a written plan in place and you're not following some sort of guideline, and some people have a, a, a fly-by-night personality, and that's perfectly fine. They, they don't have to worry about it because they don't think about it. And, and fine, if, I'm not that type of person, and so, but, but I, I get it. But if you want to get a handle on making sure and laying out a plan guaranteeing you that you have money by the, by the day you die, well, to me, that's peace of mind. And, and that, again, being a type A personality, I'm wired to that point that I want to see data. I want to see detail. I don't want to do fly by night and just hope that I get there. Uh, and some of those people make it, by the way. So they don't ever worry about anything. And, and that's just how their personality is. And and they don't always run out of money. They just they get to the end game and, and they just never had a worry in, in the world. And, and just again, it depends on how you're wired. But for me, if you had a plan laid out saying, here I am today. Here's what I've got saved up. Here's what I need to make for returns on my money. And, and then here's when I expect to pass away, you know, taking that on the longer side. To me, that would be a sensible thing to do 
knowing that you have some of that worry taken out of your plan. Taking the worry out of planning for retirement sounds like a great idea. Kevin and his team can help you do that and more. You can hear Kevin's show, Financial Safari, weekends on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine, as well as every Thursday afternoon at 3.50 on the Howie Car Radio program. That is heard up and down the East Coast from Boston to Maine. Kevin offers his insight to the market for the week. I would guess this would have been a good one. You can also find all the radio and TV shows at frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits.com. And you can also find him on Apple Podcasts. That's where you can subscribe to the show, have it delivered to you each and every week. Call him right here or text 800-662-6808. Pizza! Time now for a new feature that we are rolling out, featuring highlights from all 50 states. And we start with my home state, Minnesota. Oh, the haunting call of the loon. Heard throughout the land of 10,000 lakes, a.k.a. Minnesota. It's the 32nd state, admitted to the Union in May of 1858. The name comes from the Dakota Indians and means sky-tinted water. There's certainly plenty of that. If you count all the lakes in Minnesota, they number about 15,000. So it's not surprising that Minnesota has more recreational boats than any other state. That's one for every six people. The mighty Mississippi has humble roots in Minnesota. It begins at Lake Itasca. It's a small spring-fed lake in northern Minnesota, less than two square miles in area. You can actually walk across the river at that point. Some 200 miles south on the Mississippi, we find the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. St. Paul is the state capital. Famous Minnesotans include Prince, Judy Garland, Bob Dylan, F. Scott Fitzgerald, J. Paul Getty, Louis Anderson, Lonnie Anderson, Vince Vaughn, Charles Schultz, just to name a few. And from the Mystic by That Much file, in politics, Hubert Humphrey rose to vice president, but missed the big one losing to Richard Nixon. Walter Mondale, also VP, then lost the top job to Ronald Reagan. And in sports, the Minnesota Vikings made it to the Super Bowl four times and never won. Missed it by that much. Other Minnesota sports teams, the Minnesota Twins, the Timberwolves, the Lynx, and the Minnesota Wild. Plenty of Fortune 500 companies that call Minnesota home, including Best Buy, General Mills, Target, 3M, and others. Rochester, Minnesota, home to the Mayo Clinic, which is world famous for its expert doctors and new medical discoveries. Speaking of discoveries, the stapler was invented in Minnesota, along with rollerblades, the snowmobile, the bump pan, scotch tape, the Milky Way candy bar, Wheaties cereal, Bisquick water skis, and who could forget Spam, introduced by Hormel, or Hormel, as the locals say. You don't say handy, say Spam. Spam is real spice, hand. You don't say handy, say Spam. The state bird is the loon. The flower is the pink and white lady slipper. The state muffin, oh sure there is one, it's the blueberry muffin. Movies filmed in Minnesota include Purple Rain, Jingle All the Way, Grumpy Old Men, and of course, the Coen Brothers classic Fargo. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Joel and Ethan Coen also hail from Minnesota. And what trip to Minnesota would be complete without a visit to the Mall of America? There's a place for fun in your life, Mall of America. M-O-A, size of 78 football fields, and there's an amusement park in the middle of it all. It was at the Minnesota State Fair, September 2nd, 1901, when Teddy Roosevelt coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick. About the only stick you'll need in Minnesota is a fishing pole to try your hand at landing the cherished walleye, also the state fish. 
And that's just a small sample of what the North Star State has to offer. Learn more at ExploreMinnesota.com. Many things I certainly miss about Minnesota. The snow, although not one of them. Hey, let me know what you think. And happy to take suggestions for my next journey to a state near you. Just let me know. Off we go to New Orleans, Louisiana, where we find Mike Levy. He is talking with host Teresa Opeka about what he calls the 80% rule. Well, the rule of thumb is normally that whatever you are earning prior to retirement, multiply that by 80%, and that should be a good rule of thumb. Well, that doesn't always work, but, but let's let's assume for a moment that, that that's the case. So if you're able to generate 80% of your income while you're working in retirement, you should be in pretty good shape. First of all, why is it 80%? Well, once you're in retirement, what's one thing that you're not doing anymore? You're not saving for retirement, right? Mm -hmm. So so if I'm not contributing to a 401k plan, if I'm not contributing to a 403b, if not putting if I'm not putting money aside, and I'm not saying you shouldn't save while you're in retirement, but but if I'm not saving for retirement, that's one less expense that I can deduct. So so that's one thing. Commuting expenses, anything associated with the cost of your doing business, of you're going to work, of if you're self-employed, maybe some expenses like 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 automobile mileage and things like that. So those are things that that obviously you wouldn't need to expend anymore in retirement. So so address those income needs. Make sure that that you're going to have enough to pay the bills, enough to, to support the lifestyle that you would like to lead in retirement. Uh, you and your spouse sit down, make sure it's the right thing to do. This is a team effort. Make sure that how are you going to spend your time together or not together? Um, you have hobbies. She has hobbies, um, whatever that is. But that that's something that you need to sit down and talk about. So it's not always just financial when it comes to picking the date when you're going to walk out the door. Well, that does make sense. There is much more to retirement than just the money. It's important for sure, but the other areas have to be considered. You can hear America's Retirement Show with Mike Levy on News Talk 99.9 FM, WRNO in New Orleans, Louisiana. Sunday mornings, 9 o'clock is the time. Mike is with Cornerstone Wealth Advisors. Pizza! Now let's check in with Mark Neals in Sioux City, Iowa. The show, Mark on Money, and in this clip, Mark really kind of digs into what a fiduciary is and isn't and why it's so important to know who you are dealing with, especially when it comes to your retirement dollars. First of all, let's understand what fiduciary means. Um, so fiduciary duty is a legal term that means that one party has, to, has the obligation to act in the best interest of the other party. So you want your advisor to point you towards investments and strategies that are in your best interest, not theirs. Um, it's great if the two coincide, but yours should come first. So you have to remember that in every, in, in every financial transaction, there are usually always three parties that are involved. There's you, there's the company, so let's say it's, a, let's say it's an annuity or let's say it is a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund or an investment strategy you know that has a third party money manager managing it and then yours there's your advisor and so each one of those has pluses and minuses to them 
Um, the advisor's compensation, the more he gets paid, is a positive for them. Uh, the lower the fees and the better the performance is a positive to the investor. And then there is the third party who's managing the funds. And, of course, they have the same thing. The, the, the more they get paid, the better it is from them. And so a fiduciary's job is to weigh all three of those and to put the client first, to pick the investments that have lower cost, that have good performance, uh, and then disclose compensation. You know, what are they getting paid uh, for their advice? Um, if it's commissions, they should be disclosing how much they're getting paid in commissions, why that particular investment is the best investment, you know, what have they looked at person to this investment to choose it over another one. Um, those are what a fiduciary should explain in a process of you giving them investment dollars or picking a different financial strategy. Maybe it's a long-term care policy. Maybe it's an annuity. Maybe it's life insurance. Um, there's a fiduciary standard that can be applied to all of those things. Sure. Well, you know, Mark, uh, doing a little research on this very topic, I, I came across a statistic, and I know you like statistics, that, that only 15% of advisors across the country are actually fiduciaries. Right. That doesn't and, seem uh, like a lot. I mean, so that's a big deal. Right. And, you know, it's it's always the question of, are you acting in this capacity as a fiduciary, or are you acting in a commission capacity? Because some advisors can be both. Right. And uh, so, you know, those are questions that you have to ask. And it's like I said, it's our industry is complicated, folks. You know, there's usually not one simple answer. Um, and, you know, it's it's it is a very complicated, a very large industry. You know, it's, a, it's it's one of the largest industries in our economy. Um, you know, it affects all aspects of almost everything. Um, and so yeah, it, it is complicated. That's what we're trying to explain. Right, you know, exactly. How do, you, how do you find a financial advisor? How do you understand all of this stuff? You don't have to be an expert, so you don't have to take 10,000 hours like we talked about before to become an expert. <laughs> right. You should find somebody who is. And, you know, one of the things that is the most important thing is you have to be able to trust that individual. Trust is so important because you're literally handing over um, something that can affect you in a positive way or a detrimental way. And so you have to be trusting that that person who is giving you the advice is doing so and is competent and is an expert. Um, and, of course, you have to be able to trust that that person going forward is going to do the things that they said they're going to do. He makes a point. You want an advisor that is a fiduciary and independent, someone with experience. Those are my requirements. And Mark and his team at EFS Wealth Management tick off all of those boxes. Mark Geals and Mark on Money can be heard Sunday mornings at 7.30 on KSCJ 1360 AM, 94.9 FM in Sioux City, Iowa. Visit their website, EFS4U.com. That's EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. You can also find all his radio shows on his website. Call him or text him here, 800-662-6808. Pizza! One more clip and this pizza will be done. And for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete DeRuta on Financial Safari, joining him, Chuck Caton, and everybody's favorite weather guy, Greg Fischel. Here's Coach talking about his book, Fine Print Fiasco. So I've got okay. a quote in Chapter 2 here. And the Chapter 2 of the book is The Down and Dirty Essentials of Home Buying. We're going to talk about buying the buying homes, which is a big thing these days. 
a lot of people are buying homes without even seeing the home, which I don't understand that. Mm. It's sight unseen. They're making bids from, uh, they see it on Zillow, and they're bidding from five states away. Crazy. Well, yeah. my son just did that. My middle son just <laughs> did that. Here we go. But he moved, uh, Coach would love this. He lived in California and moved to Michigan. Yep. So he was able to buy a house like that in cash, as you can imagine, mm. with what he made it's on the Lower tax bracket now, too. There you go. So the quote in here is from Michael Jordan, and it says, Some people want it to happen. Some people wish it would happen. Others make it happen. Mm. That's good. And so if you're bidding sight unseen on a house, you're making it happen. It might not be the best thing, you're making it happen. Thomas, I want to go over your situation because Thomas lives on, uh, he's in the country, and he, he has a pond. Very mm-hmm. small pond, right? Yeah, yeah. And how many acres do you have? Uh, just under an acre. An acre. So yeah, around right an, acre. an acre. Yeah. And so, and what do you think, just honestly, and you, can, you don't have to give me exact, but what do you think your house is worth right now? Sure. I, I'd say between 250 and three. All right. You want to share the conversation that I said? I, th- I said you should ask a, a 998000 and you should say, beautiful country living spot on beautiful pond, privacy, and one acre of land. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And private, uh, big city living and small town atmosphere kind of thing, because you're Dude. close to the big city. Make your bids by calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee, and Thomas should try this, if you put it on there, you'd have somebody bid, like they would bid on it. it, it it's all in yeah. the, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's the Presentation, setup, yeah. Yes, presentation, that's good, Jack. <laughs> well, I think your house is worth more than you think it is already, yeah. with one acre land right outside of Clayton. Likely, likely. Because Clayton is growing, remember, Clayton, uh, Oh, yeah. Greg, when you first started uh, broadcasting, Clayton, nobody knew where, I don't even think it was even on the map. I was, was going to say, like I don't Apex even and think Clayton. it existed. Where, where, where no. are those places? Probably skipped down to Smithfield, <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, uh, Percy Flowers was still around, but oh, the, yeah. the, the town wasn't there. Can I tell you much. briefly what uh, a thing I benefited from in the last year? Sure. I bought a condo in West Palm Beach in August of 2020. Yep. I sold it for $64,000 more than I bought it for <laughs> wow. in 10 months. In 10 months. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's a good investment. <laughs> and, and, and that's really the only way you I get could another have. one. He's great. <laughs> Gold star. <laughs> only way I could have afforded the, uh, the down payment on the place in Myrtle beach. Wow. Was, wow. As if incredible. that happens. So. Well, I mean, yeah, and it's, it's just, it's funny what goes on. So buying a house goes, a lot more goes into it. And if you get in a bidding war, you got to know you're going to overpay. So how much do you really want the place? And, the problem with people buying right now and, and, and buying like there's no tomorrow is tomorrow may come and there may be a crash on the horizon. We have a lot of things going in our favor right now for, for home if you're selling a house because interest rates are very low. So that makes it easy for people to buy because they can borrow money very cheap. Mm-hmm. And then we have the I, people are moving from one place to the other. You know, the, where, wherever people are moving from, you think their, their values must be going down. You would think so. Yeah. But, uh, but I heard yeah. California still has pretty high real estate. Cost and you know, New York had a little dip, but I think they're bouncing back now. Okay. So who knows? I think it's crazy. Where's all this money coming from? I always wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the banks? All right, the banks are taking. So here's what we got to do. We can't plan on real estate to be our retirement golden egg or to launch the eggs out every single year. Yeah. So we we need to make sure that we have a total plan in place that doesn't depend on one asset class. Real estate is one asset class. We need to have a total plan, and we need to have income. We need to have that growth protection and lifetime income, and we definitely must have that financial fill-up strategy in our portfolio, in our plan, where we don't have a true retirement plan in my opinion. Growth, protection, and income, three keys to a successful retirement for sure. Catch Financial Safari weekends on radio stations around the country. Find it in the Raleigh-Durham market at 106.1 FM Talk. If you'd like to reach Coach Pete and the team, give him a call, 800-662-6808. 
And if you'd like to learn more about Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, it's CapitalFinancialUSA.com or PeteOnDemand.com. Well, there you have it. Episode 111, 111 of Financial Pizza is complete, nicely done, ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country every week, and it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. And if you like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, well, subscribe to it, darn it, and it'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeart app, or anywhere you download a podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure and rate and share the podcast. Really would appreciate that. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling or texting 800-662-6808. I've also got links to the advisors in the show notes listed with this podcast if you want to go straight to their website. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com or on Twitter at Steve Siddall. Thanks to Teresa Opeka for contributing content for this week's show. Financial Pizza is written and produced by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really do appreciate it. And going to be back again next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.